And boy, this sounds like a commercial for a podcast that people are listening to right now. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to yet another edition of Deep Night Unscripted. Whoop, whoop. Yep, I am your host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always is the good time player man, as he is known, from Coshocton, Ohio. That would be Dr. Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you? <laughs> I am doing actually super fantastic right now. I'm. Uh, it's deep night. It's past yep. my bedtime, actually, and uh, having a cocktail, and I'm doing great. You? I'm doing great. I'm also having a cocktail. I'm enjoying the Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola, which is my go-to deep night unscripted beverage what are you drinking this evening i've got a a new one it's a great lakes uh holy moly white ale it's quite quite uh scrumptious actually oh that sounds really good is this your first one this evening Mm. or maybe your second it it is um one of a couple this evening so it's good well that is good you know what else is good kirby what's that bill that'd be the good people aim smart eqp you know a lot of people say that eqp is a bad thing some say it's a great thing, but we know what our friends at AIMQ, uh, AIM Smart EQP say about it. They say, yes, it is. Yeah. In the hands of desperate, untrained, and uneducated product peddlers, EQP is a horrible thing. We know that, right? When right. people are armed with EQP and they don't know what the hell to do with it, it's horrible. Because when people don't know how to sell well, they default to what, Kirby? Price cutting right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's not good for anybody. But in the hands of smart, focused, independent distributors, EQP is a great tool because it allows them to promote their preferred suppliers aggressively and sell on value instead of price. And I know that's how you do it at Hossman Marketing. For sure. So one of the things or a few things that the AIM smart EQP community promotes is they get end quantity pricing for more than 100 of the industry's top suppliers. Mm-hmm. They get quality connections with many of the brightest minds in the industry. And they get cutting-edge training to help them grow their sales and profits fast. So if you're interested in that, if you're a focused and smart independent distributor, go to a, go to smarteqp.com slash unscripted. And you're going to get a free audio copy of their training how to beat websites, local competitors, and price cutters, along with complete details on how to join the AIM Smart EQP community today. Once again, that's smarteqp.com slash unscripted. Yep. Actually, it's funny, Bill. I was actually talking to somebody who's a part of that community today on the phone. Oh, wow. they, they were going off about how wonderful that is. And that, that's a true story. So that's great. Well, and I think one of the things that people don't realize is they are very selective in the distributors they choose to work with. It's not just an open uh, system. They really yeah. want people who are focused on growing their sales. And I think that's an important thing to consider when you're joining any sort of buying group or anything like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Excellent. Well, Kirby, we are a week out from Vegas. Are you ready to broadcast it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say maybe. Are you ready to broadcast full throttle? Full throttle. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down All with right. that. Full throttle. So you had said in our little pre, pre-show pre meeting, you had a lot of, lot of topics. Why yes. don't you start us off tonight? Okay, cool. So can I do a little bit of a uh, brag? Can I do that? Is it a humble brag or a brag? It's a it's a parent brag. Go ahead. Okay, so and it does have ties. Yep. So uh, my daughter, Jade, is my youngest, and yep. she's, a, she's a cool kid. And um, so recently she was volunteering at a local elementary, or our local elementary, and 
and essentially came across sort of a need. There's uh, some people in, I'm sure in every school, every community that, you know, the kids just don't have as much, right? There's right. the haves and the have-nots. And so Jade uh, was, I don't know if she was offended by the fact that they didn't have enough clothes or whatever, but sort of totally independent of her mother and I, she decided she was just going to create a clothing drive. Oh, wow. And, yeah. like That's really cool. It's unbelievable. And sure. so she went on social. She promoted to friends. And our basement is full of clothes right now um, from, you know, from kids, you know, from, you know, smaller kids all the way up to high school kids. And um, essentially, she's put it all together herself. And so she's then promoted on social. And so, of course, you know, her mother and I, who, you know, had no, nothing in it, um, but we, we shared it as well on social. So, so here's where it sort of ties to this podcast, and I think it's really cool. So probably two, three nights ago, uh, she yep. hollers down from her room and says, Hey, uh, Dad? I'm like, yeah, what's up? She said, do you know an Andrea DeBottis? And I'm like, yeah, I know Andrea really well. So Andrea is yeah. owner of Flying Colors. It's a screen okay. printer, and they do drinkware and stuff in Detroit. And um, we do work with them. And I said, yeah, I know Andrea. And she's like, well, she just reached out to me on Facebook about my clothing drive, and she's sending boxes of uh, sort of misprints, overruns, different oh, things cool. down. And so we talked to Andrea today, and she is sending a pallet of a pallet, a pallet of holy clothes moly, for down for this clothing drive. And all of a sudden, we're like, we've got so much clothes, we're going to take care of this school. We may take care of the school. In, in the neighboring school district. Sure. Uh, and it's all kind of, A, super proud of Jade, right? Like, that's amazing. What what, is, what an amazing thing for a young woman to yeah. take on her own, yeah, right? Yeah, totally her own, 16 years old. And then, you know what? How about a shout-out for Andrea and just kind of jumping up and, and saying, yeah, we've got some stuff. We'll throw it down. And I, I just thought it was such a cool story. That is a great story. That's awesome, Kirby. I mean, you know, we, we hear about the younger generation, and I think I think Jade's more Gen Z than, than millennial. But just the fact that her brain is wired to think about helping others is yeah. a really uplifting thing. It really is. Well, not only just, you know what I love about it? It's partially saying, hey, there's a need that I need to jump in and help with. And I don't need anybody's help. No. <laughs> you know, I have access to the world. And she put this together herself. So That's really cool. It's pretty cool. I wanted to brag a little bit and then, you know, just kind of give a shout out to those who were helping. So it's pretty neat. That is very cool. I'm yeah. not sure how I'm supposed to respond to that other yeah. than that's really cool. Yeah. So that, that, sorry, it's kind of a weird. No, no, brag, no, no, but, no. Yeah. That's great. No, I think that's great. I mean, I've met Jade. She's a, a lovely young woman. And the fact that she does something like that just endears her to me all the more. I think that's fantastic. Cool. So your turn. All right. So last week we were in PPAI or in Las Vegas at PPAI Expo, I should say. Mm-hmm. And we won an award. We, mm-hmm. we touched on that very briefly during the podcast in our in the promo corner booth, mm-hmm. which, by the way, we should discuss at some point because I get oddly nervous when we're broadcasting in front of other people. It's very bizarre. <laughs> I, I find myself talking a million miles an hour faster than I normally do anyway. But I wanted to ask you, so it was my first time winning a Pyramid Award. Hmm. And I really felt proud of that, to be very candid with you. I felt... Sure. You know, it was almost a validation of something that you and I had built from 
nothing. Yeah. I want to know how you felt winning that, um, going into that award ceremony. You know, it's interesting. I think that, uh, and I think you and I not haven't talked about this part of it, but I had said, mm-hmm. look, uh, I had won uh, a couple of awards on the on the delivering marketing joy side, which I'm very sure. proud of. And I kind of walked into this past year going, you know, I'm over it. Right. Uh, like I'm, I'm good. I don't need to do it again. And then you submitted. I did. For, for Unscripted. And I did. It's so funny because I think it's it, just like anything else. It's like, well, I'm above that. I'm too cool. I'm whatever. And then the moment it happens, you're like, <laughs> right. I'm so, I was, I was pretty geeked up about it. So yeah, I was really proud. And, and I think that what I'm most proud of this podcast in particular is the just the absolute unadulterated consistency. Like, yeah. It was so funny because people were just like, you do that every week? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it every week. It was Bill and I uh, cranked that out. And I think that's, I think the quality is pretty good, but I think the consistency is what makes it great. Well, I think I think the consistency helps make it great. I think one of the things I'm proudest of of Unscripted, and boy, this sounds like a commercial for a podcast that people are listening to right now. <laughs> but what I love about it, I don't think it's changed too much from the inception. Right. Because I believe the inception was you and I were on a phone call, and we decided, hey, we have some interesting phone calls. We had to record this stuff. Yeah. And we've tried to keep it as pure as possible. I mean, we truly never know what each other is going to bring up. And I love that fact of it. I hear from people. It was really interesting walking through Expo last week because I had people stop me. And I know you had people stop you as well. And it's always odd because you and I share very openly on this podcast. So people know us and we may not necessarily know them. (laughs) And for people to say, hey, you know, I love your podcast. I'm a huge fan. Um that, that's really awesome. And the fact that I think we've kept it as authentic as we can yeah. and we really haven't changed the format. I'm really proud of that. And so I, I, I love the fact doing this with you. It's one of my favorite. We I always say it's my easiest piece of content to do every week and it's my favorite piece of content to do every week. So, yeah. you know, for me to feel that award, it felt like uh, some validation. You know, all that hard work paid off. And, and so I, I really appreciated that award. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, so, yeah, thanks to PPAI and those folks. And, and thank Absolutely. you for keeping me on task. Because, no. you know, it's like I said, you're sort of the taskmaster of this. And I just try to try to keep up, brother. Oh, we keep each other in check. So what do you got? You got another topic, I'm sure. You said you had a bunch. I so do, I'm a little nervous actually. about that. Yeah, right? So, okay. So today I um, went to the Tom Show. The Tom Show is a regional event in, uh, well, it's really yep. Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, a bunch, bunch of states. Well, it's, it's all through Ohio and then Michigan, and then that, the following week it goes to uh, Kansas. Because right. I actually spoke at the Tom Shows two years ago right? and did the whole trek. Yeah, which is a lot, right? It is. And so then I say that to say I was at the Tom Show. There's a Tom Show tomorrow. And then tomorrow is also ASI Dallas, right? You're going to be there? That's where I'm at right now, Kirby. I am currently sitting in a hotel room in Dallas, Texas, recording at a level someone else can choose. (laughs) Exactly. So uh, I guess, you know, I'm I'm blown away. This is obviously show season. This is the season where, you know, I was talking to one of the suppliers today, Brett Schaefer, and he's like, yeah, eight weeks, eight weeks. The next eight weeks, I'm on the road. So yeah, he, he's not going to be at home at all. Yeah. So I, I just am so blown away by suppliers and I want to give them a shout out. Like, I don't yeah. know how they keep it up. Like, how do they, how do they maintain it? 
like well, that is such a lifestyle that I am so impressed with because it, I spend a little bit of time on the road and I'm totally discombobulated. I think I think what is a testament to is the quality of people in our industry, yeah. because you know doing the Tom shows for two weeks and living that supplier life where you go from one show to another to another and you're with the same people, it really breeds some great relationships. It's yeah. it's a difficult life, no question. And you know the spouses of those suppliers certainly have to give. Yeah. The families of those suppliers have to give, and for them to consistently perform at a high level, set up their booth, talk to people, talk to people who may not necessarily buy their product and right. say they do, right? Yeah. I know I've talked to enough suppliers where they get the story of, man, I'm your biggest customer and they look up on a spreadsheet and they spent uh, you know $1,200 last year. Yeah. So for them to do that at a high level, and Brett's a great supplier rep, and there's so many that you know are, are through that whole Tom show and, and throughout the industry. It's a difficult job. And yeah, it that's, really is. I think that's why, and I know you're like this as I am, I tend to get persnickety when distributors just keep wanting more and more from suppliers. Yeah. I want more. You know, last week was a perfect testament to that. I talked to some supplier reps and, you know, they were asked so many times, hey, when are you going to have dinner? What are you going to have dinner? <laughs> what, yeah. what kind of, you know, inviting themselves to a free dinner. And that's such a shitty thing to do. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, how you and I have taken suppliers out. And I continue to do mm, that yeah. um, because it's important. Yeah, It's important that they're not bled and fleeced because it is a hard job. I mean, can you imagine eight weeks away from your family and I, you see them maybe a day and a half on a weekend? I honestly and, and, can. <laughs> and, and, and that day and a half, by the way, you're fried. Yeah. You are just like I'm checked out. I've, I, you know, I've entertained all week, which meant you've probably had some alcohol a week, and you just want to check out. But you, it's hard to do. Yeah, no, I, I, again, I think that was part of it. Is I just it, to, and by the way, all the suppliers today were fantastic. Yeah. Oh, like I'm they sure were, they were. They were. They were on their game. They were talking their 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 stuff, and it was just it, it was hard for me to to walk the show floor and not think of wow. Right, I'm so impressed with what they do, and, and again, that's not counting the Dallas show and the Vegas show, right. and the, you know, it's like, you know, oh yeah, it's it so just crazy. it rolls out. And hey, look, I got the PPAMS show in two weeks, and then right. after that is the SPPA show. It just goes on and on and on. Yeah. So I have a topic I just thought about. I don't, I don't okay, even have it on it. my list. So you were at Expo last week. Yep. You went to the Tom show today. Yeah. I'm going to walk the ASI show tomorrow. Yep. Tell me. The differences, obviously, the mm. size and scale. We don't need to talk about that. We all get that. Yeah. Tell me the differences between PPAI in Vegas, which is the Super Bowl of our industry, right? And then the Tom shows, which are a very well-run regional traveling show. Tell me the differences, and tell me what you got from it, and tell me what you change about it. Okay, so I would say, okay, uh, a couple things. I would say that the PPAI show is great, but I don't go for the show anymore. Right, um, and that's you not go for a, the networking. Yeah, that is not disrespectful of the show. They do a great job. Uh, I'm very go, disrespected on behalf of PPAI. Yeah, I, I go for the networking. I go for the education. Um, I actually enjoy the regionals better. Um, I think, generally okay. speaking, my top suppliers, the ones I do the most business with, yep. are either represented there directly or by a multi line, and those are the people I do business with anyway. And I, we say that our business is built on relationships. And so when I walked into, and I'll give you a very specific example. I walked into the Alpha Broder um, um, 
booth in PPAI. It was uh-huh. awesome, right? Yeah. It had everything. It had all the people. I went looking for our rep, Greg. Right. I couldn't find him. <laughs> Whereas today, I went right. and talked to Greg. Greg's so, the guy who comes into my, my office and talks to me. That's who I care about. And so, so the regionals mean a lot to me. Okay. So you, I'm, I'm trying to paraphrase there. You get more done in terms of business at the regional shows. It's not even close. And so that's why when we talk about why are the regional shows, that's why. Mm-hmm. That's why there's regional shows is you enjoy your beer. Yep. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, was ex- <laughs> I was expecting a response and I, I heard you. I'm sorry. It's like, you know, this is, folks, this is how we talk, whether we're at a bar or whatever. Um, no, yeah. so I get that. You get more done at a regional show, and that makes a lot of sense to me. That yeah. really does. Well, and again, these are the people, and I, again, you and I have talked about it. Our business for my company, I'm not speaking for everybody else's, right. but my company follows the relationship. And yeah. so this is where, uh, and you know, there'll be multi-line reps, and it's so funny. I, I, I actually have it where I'm like, I get so excited when a multi-line rep gets a line I like. Because Absolutely. I've, I've had multi-line reps where I'm like, man, I love that guy or gal, but I don't like their lines at all. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, right. I get really excited because I'm like, oh, I can support them. Um, and, and so the regionals is where I get to uh, kind of connect and get the sales pitch from the people who I kind of respect because they know me and they know my business. Um, no, that makes a lot of sense. I think you have, from what I'm hearing, and if I can succinctly crystallize your thoughts into words, you get more interpersonal relationship building at the regional level because they're your reps. Oh. And they're not there trying to man a giant booth, yeah. for I mean, lack of a better. Yeah, again, it's it, and, and, for, and I, get, I think that's it. It's like I can see new products anywhere, yeah. but it's, it's the relationships that build the business. No, totally, totally get that. So, you know who else builds great relationships, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? Kirby, I'm so glad you asked. That's a good people <laughs> at Raining Rose. They are so easy to work with. Now, you were at the Expo last week, and for those of you who don't know, Raining Rose is a U.S.-based manufacturer of cosmetic products, and they are the trusted partner for hundreds of retail brands in the cosmetic world. You know they're top-notch. The yeah. quality is there. They want to be your trusted partner for personal care promotional products. And as a loyal listener to this fine platinum-level broadcast, they're offering a limited-time special. If you go to their Facebook page right now, just pause the program. There's a pause button there. Pause the program. Go to their Facebook page right now and post unscripted. You're going to be eligible for a free self-promo for that ever-popular EOS lip balm. And that is a limited-time offer. You know, last week when I walked by the Rating Rose booth and they were very close to the promo corner booth, mm-hmm. they had a little little pack of three flavored lip balms did you pick that up kirby because i did of course i did and the flavors were orange soda juice box which is kind of a grapey flavor and my favorite chocolate coffee stout Stout. now who who the hell has that lip balm flavor i'll tell you who the good people at raining rose so you better go over to their facebook page right now if you know what's good for you nate robson would be crushed his little heart would be crushed if you didn't go over there right now like his facebook page and get in on that supplier special or the distributor special so you put in unscripted there and they're gonna hook you right up kirby do you have some fill in the blanks we should talk about today i do would you like me to start Nothing you, would give. Or nothing you would start? give. Yeah. No, nothing would give me more pleasure than you starting, sir. All right. So we are almost a month into 2018. Yep. So the way you would describe the beginning of 2018 is exhilarating. Mm. I am so fired up for what 2018 is going to bring 
um, you know, from a personal level in terms of just uh, life, and then in a professional level in terms of Promo Corner, we really finished 2017 on a high note, and what we're looking at doing in 2018 is very exciting in the booth we had in Vegas with the help of obviously um, your your help and your your team there at Hossman Video. So excited about what 2018 is going to bring. I can't, it's, it's one of those things I go to bed and I can't wait for the next day to start, <laughs> yeah. um, which is a very rare thing yeah. in our, which is a very rare thing in our industry. So exhilarating is the word I'm going to use, Kirby, exhilarating. That's a good one, bro. All right. Kirby, the favorite promotional product on your desk right now is? Favorite promotional product in, on my desk right now is probably the... Um, Crazy long cord. So the crazy long the cord. The crazy long cord. I'm not familiar with yeah, this fine I think product. It's, it's from it's from Crown. And so it is a Ah, uh, the long, good people to imagine brands. Yeah, that's yes. right. So it's it's a long charging cord. And it's just one of those things that's super functional and kind of an everyday kind of piece. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a believer in anything that ties to your phone. If you can tie a brand to yep. your customer's phone. Um, and so that's the one I pretty much, I've been struggling with keeping my phone going right now. And so that is one that I'm using every day. So riddle me this, Boy Wonder. Yes. How long is the crazy long cord roughly? Uh, it is, I think, like six to eight feet. So that's it's, awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm holding, see, this is radio. And so yeah. you can't you can't see me holding my hands out, but I'm thinking it's probably six feet long. It's, okay. it's long. Good. No, I like it. Functional. So, okay. Functional. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Go. All right. So your favorite part of creating content is? That moment I push it out and wondering if it's going to resonate. Mm. I know that's a long-winded answer, no, but that's, it's, right. that, that's, that's the blank I fill in. You know, and, and I think we've talked about this. There are times I have spent hours on a blog post and I try to, massage every word and find the right adjective and all these things and i send it out and invariably it's crickets yeah. <laughs> and then there's the times i write something or put out content and i've spent almost no time on it it's almost been diarrhea of the mouth on on, on you know the digital written word and people are like man that's awesome yeah so i i know i i'm a horrible predictor of what content is going to stick and what is going to resonate. So I love that moment. It's almost like a gambler, I think. When the roulette wheel is turning and the marble is moving, they don't know yeah. if they're going to win or lose. And that's the moment they're alive. Mm. When I put out content, that moment I put content out there, I I feel very alive. And that's what I love. Is, is it going to resonate? Am I hitting the right people? And, and, and it could be... I'm not hitting the right people. It could be it's the wrong time, or it could be the message is off. So that's for me. What about you? I'm just curious. Yeah. We usually don't do a flippy flip on here, but I want to hear your shot. Yeah, no, I, I think it's so funny. I think there's sort of two pieces. I think that there's a, a bit of a dopamine boost I get from just finishing, right? right. It's it's the, hey, I, I did it, check. And, 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 you know, I always feel good about that. But if I'm just being honest, I, I really do feed off the feedback, I, I absolutely love hearing, hey, this sucks, or hey, this is great, um, and, and sort of getting the actual feedback. I really do uh, just live off that. So Right. Yeah, so I love that. No, I, I love that. Um, I love that a lot. So Okay. So I've got a question for you. I'm yeah. going to turn it more toward 
something personal, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. The first record you bought with your own money, the first record, it could have been a record, eight track, whatever, yep. cassette, you bought with your own money was? Maneater. Uh, Daryl Hall. Oh, John my. Oates. Good. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, here she comes. That's right. She's, She's a man eater. Oh, yeah, and, and my by the goodness. way, it's the single. So what? What was that? Is that thirty-three or is that? A uh, that would be a forty-five. Sir. Forty-five. Yeah. So I had a, that was a single. Now, if it was a, it was a whole. You know, I, I think I can't remember if it was uh, born in the USA. Uh, that was a big one. That so, so these were all records. So and then yeah. uh, the Prince Raspberry Parade, <laughs> which was just like the worst album other than no, that song. Here, no, here here's the deal. I could have accepted Raspberry Beret yeah. on the surface. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. I cannot abide Maneater. <laughs> that may be the worst song ever written. Other than Steve Miller's Abracadabra, where he rhymes Abracadabra <laughs> with reach out and grab ya. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm I'm now a little sick to my stomach. I'm not gonna lie. It was the '80s. What do you want from me, <laughs> sir? I like a lot of '80s music, and there's a lot of stuff that is not man eater or abracadabra. You know what? Or... I just spent an entire week in Vegas, and I saw plenty of man eaters. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm now now on behalf of all our audience. Me too. <laughs> all right, what do you got? All right. Um, the biggest difference. So, okay. So let me let me yep. set this up. So yes, you, sir. You were at P- PPI Expo. I was. You, you are now at the ASI Dallas show. So yes. the biggest difference between those two shows is size and quality. Okay. Um, I, I I answer <laughs> questions in the manner of which I choose. I, I know. <laughs> um, obviously, the size of the show that's easy. Right. But I think the quality is a little different. And that's not to mean it's bad, by the way. It's you get more. I think it's almost what we talked about earlier. You get more national reps and national representation in terms of, of uh, key stakeholders in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And really what ASI Dallas is, it's a local regional show. Yeah. Right? Yeah, call it what and it is. It, it, it's called what it is. So, you know, just like... And to you know, with apologies to our good friends at Expo East, you know, Expo East is a is a two day show that really should be a one day show. ASI Dallas probably no different. It's a two day show that should be a one day show. I understand why they extend it to two days. Sure, but um, you know, we've been to regional shows and day two is always a tough one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but it's a good show, and you know, Tim Andrews and his team they put on a very good quality show. Um, but the size and the quality is different. And again, not to say that it's bad. It's right. just different. I think, like you said, you form, I think, probably more interpersonal relationships with those regional shows yeah. than you do with the national show. Totally. All cool. right. So I've got I've got one more for you. Okay. The best superhero of all time is, and if you say Batman, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Because that's easy and lame. It, it, he, Batman is definitely not the best superhero. That's actually inarguable. The, Interesting. So, All right, go on, Kirby Hossaman. Go so, on. So the best superhero is Superman. But my Wrong. Fa- but my favorite superhero <laughs> is Spider-Man. So, okay. So, it, well, he's Superman. Like, that's... 
it's it's one of those things where it's it's actually I think one. He's of those, a Superman. Yeah, it's actually one of those things that's kind of difficult because I think Superman, the reason he's not as liked is because he's yep. so good. It's that he doesn't have yeah. enough flaws. Yeah. Um, and so Spider Man was the one that I grew up just absolutely. You know, he was a kid who developed right. these powers, and I I identified with that not because I have any of them, but because right. it was just that was the one I identified with. So that was my favorite. Am I allowed to share my favorite course, as a child? Of course. It'd be Green Lantern. <laughs> that actually makes you almost as lame as your box of shoes. How dare you, <laughs> sir? How dare you? And it's not a box. It's a suitcase. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't ask me about this on the podcast, by the way. But I managed to work it in, didn't you, I? You did. No, Green Lantern's awesome because he's got that cool ring, yeah. and it can make anything. It still does come down to fashion, though, doesn't it? <laughs> It does. The green and black works really well, much better than the blue, gold, and red. I'm sorry, I'm not a Superman guy. No, I'm not a Superman guy. But you, but you know who is green super? Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who is super, Kirby? Who's that? That'd be the good people at AIM Smart EQP. Again, we talked about that at the top of the show. Go ahead. If you're interested, if you're a distributor who's focused on growing your business, there's no better place to get an EQP than AIM Smart EQP. Go to uh, smarteqp.com slash unscripted. Go ahead and put uh, put the information in there. You're going to get a free copy of the auto training, how to beat websites, local competitors, and price cutters, and all the details you need to learn how to join the AIM Smart EQP community, and you won't be sorry you did. Kirby, as always, it's a pleasure, and it's always fun to do a little deep night unscripted with you, sir. Thanks, buddy. It's always good to talk to you. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.